Today on The TV Transmissions, I am going to dive into the mind of Donald Glover as I cover Atlanta. And Sean from Cabot Cove Confab joins me to discuss Swarm. There on my TV. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The TV Transmissions. I am your host, Jason Soto, and uh, I have a good good show for you today. A little weird, kind of quirky, uh, but uh, before we dive too deep into it, uh, we are going to pause for a word from our sponsors. After these messages, we'll be right back. Everything that we do here at Rabbit Hole Podcasts is sponsored by Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepod and try Audible absolutely free for 30 days. You can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast that you want. And then after the 30 days is up, you just pay $14.99 a month to continue getting more uh, podcasts, Audible uh, originals, and uh, audiobooks. Uh a lot of good stuff there to check out. And if you're worried of, you know, say you download these audiobooks and you're like, well, I don't want to keep paying for it or I don't want to pay for it, but I don't want to lose all these awesome audiobooks and shows that I downloaded. Do not worry, my friends. You get to keep anything that you've downloaded during the trial and during your uh, monthly subscription. So, you can cancel anytime. It is risk-free, and everything that you get is yours for the rest of your life. That is audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepod. Using that link helps us out here at the network and shows that you support awesome independent podcasts. We are also sponsored by the awesome people of Patreon. Patreon.com slash rabbitholepods. $3 a month is going to give you access to every show we do here at Rabbit Hole Podcast early. You're going to get bonus content. And there's all kinds of neat little things in there that's just for Patreon only uh, that you can kind of check out. Uh, $3 a month. It's just that simple. Uh, Patreon.com slash Rabbit Hole Pods. So thank you to all the awesome, awesome Patreon members that we have there. You guys fucking rock. Welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> you don't have an alligator. That's the alligator man. <laughs> Yo, man, you just take a picture of me. No. The vibes here are just so intense. Excuse me, sir. Wow. To party with my girl. Yeah. Yeah. I my fault, bro. I'm gonna pay you back, man. Life itself is but a series of close calls. Oh. Okay. Uh, so later on today, I'm going to be joined by Sean from uh, the Cabot Cove Confab, a recent uh, member of the Rabbit Hole podcast team. Uh, he and his pal Steve uh, cover Murder, She Wrote. 
uh, episode by episode, uh, randomly. They randomly decide on which episode of Murders She Wrote to cover. And uh, they reached out to me and said they wanted to join the network. And I was more than welcome to uh, do that. They're pretty cool guys. And so uh, I wanted to have Sean on to discuss Swarm. But before we get to that, uh, Swarm was uh, produced and created by one Donald Glover, uh, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. That's his rap name. You may know some of his rap songs. Uh, you may know Donald Glover from Community. He was Troy, Troy Barnes on Community. Um, kind of where he got his start, uh, honestly. He was uh, he was cast on that show. Uh, that he ended up leaving to do, actually, probably what I'm about to talk about. And uh, he was also the young Lando Clarissian. Clarissian. I'm sure I said that wrong. Someone's going to come and shoot me in the back. But they're dressed like a stormtrooper. They're going to miss. Anyway, he played the young Lando in the uh, Solo uh, origin story that came out some years ago. So you know Donald Glover. He, he, he He's pretty steeped into the pop culture. Um, but he created a show called Atlanta that was on FX. And uh, it came out back in 2016. And... Uh, it was one of those shows that took forever in between seasons. Um, season one came out in 2016, and then it was at least two years before season two came out. And then we waited really a long time for season three and four to come out. And they filmed three and four kind of simultaneously, like back to back. And so when they uh, aired seasons three and four, they um, went ahead. It was just like maybe maybe a year break between three and four. But we had to wait a long time between two and three. Uh, basically through most of the pandemic, really. Um, but Atlanta, yeah, I want to talk about this. If you've never seen Atlanta, and I've come across a lot of people who haven't, uh, actually. Uh, I Full disclosure, the... the the uh, recording I did with Sean about Swarm, we rec- I recorded that before this segment. And I can tell you, he had not seen Atlanta. So, uh, in case you had not seen it, let me kind of try to describe it. It's a, it's a very strange, kind of surreal show. Um, so, the honestly, Donald himself explained it probably the best way ever in that Atlanta is basically Twin Peaks, but for rappers. Uh, we focus our main set of characters focuses on uh, uh, Ernest, who goes by Earn, uh, played by Donald Glover. He uh, is in season one. He's unemployed. He's the father of a child. Um, he's on the outs with the baby mama, and uh, he's just kind of misguided in his life he doesn't really have any kind of direction and uh his cousin uh named alfred who goes by a rap name uh paper boy is a up-and-coming rapper in the in the atlanta scene and uh he is looking for a manager and so Ern takes it upon himself to become paper boy's manager and try to help him become a big rapper in the atlanta rap scene 
And uh, Paperboy has a friend named Darius, who is played by Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, Paperboy is played by Brian Tyree Henry, by the way. And Brian Tyree Henry is by far one of the best actors I have seen today. He's completely a standout in the show. Whenever he pops up in a movie, he's just wonderful. Uh, I wish nothing but the best for Brian Tyree Henry. He he has a bright future ahead of him, and I hope he uh, shows up in a lot more stuff because he he's great. And then uh, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, he shows up um, mainly. He's in that movie "Sorry to Bother You," which came out 2019, I think. That was kind of a weird movie unto itself. Um, and so uh, the show focuses on these three these three characters mostly. As they're just trying to navigate the Atlanta rap scene. Each episode is just a different adventure they go on. Uh, Earns a baby mother of a van played by uh, Zazie Beats, uh, who's also up and coming as well herself. Um, it, you know, sometimes pops in and out. And so, what makes the show interesting is. Uh, the kind of surrealness that happens. It's not super, like, in-your-face surreal. It's just kind of... Season 1 starts off with, like, a hint of some strange shit going on. Um, The most notably episode, I think, in Season 1 was where this episode where Paperboy was on a... uh, this, like, BET ripoff station channel and he's doing an interview with some guy and the whole episode of of the show was just this interview but we were actually watching the network so like there would be these commercials that would be thrown in in between the interviews and so you know donald glover had to write and make all these commercials that are really weird um if you look up like atlanta uh I forgot what they called the network, but if you look up like Atlanta commercials on YouTube, I think there's a compilation of them. There, there's like a like a cartoon. There's like a cartoon one of a cereal. There's one about the uh, Arizona <laughs> iced teas. Uh, there's a few other ones. I don't remember all of them, but they they it was brilliant. Um, and then season two was kind of themed around Christmas, um, and Paperboy was starting to get kind of bigger in the rap scene, and Earn was struggling to be the man, like his manager. Uh, like Earn kept making all these mistakes as a manager, and all these misfires kept happening. Um, one particular episode, they he had to do a show at a college, and Earn thought he was hooking uh, Paperboy up by having him stay at a sorority, uh, so he can hook up with some college girls. Um, and in season two, we're introduced to a character named Tracy, who's a friend of, uh, paper boys who just starts hanging out with, with them randomly in season two. And so, um, he comes along on this, uh, uh, trip to the college and everything just starts going wrong. And really it kind of goes wrong, honestly, when Tracy pushes, Who's a man, by the way, Tracy? Who is a, who is a man? He's a he's an ex-con, uh, and he's this very forceful, loud, kind of annoying guy. 
he pushes this girl, a sorority girl, down the stairs. And for whatever reason, they take it out on Paperboy and Earn and Darius, who is also there. And so they have to run from this college campus, and they run into a frat uh, where they get saved for a little bit. They kind of join a frat party um, until they go back to the sorority dorms they were staying at. And, of course, the sorority kicked them out, and they key their car and trash their luggage and all this stuff. And so... Yeah, it's just, you know, things just... And, and Paperboy blames Earn for all that for some reason. Um, even though it was clearly Tracy's fault. So, you know, it was just the season that was just, like, uh, Earn trying to get his place. Uh, which leads to season three, which is uh, Paperboy's European uh, tour. Uh, we've established... I've said, you know, that there was several years between season two and season three. We find out that during that time... Uh, Paperboy got huge. He got really big. Uh, big enough to actually warrant this tour in Europe. And uh, they're very successful. And Earned is now earned his earned his place. Has uh, Paperboy's manager. And is now getting shows. And is doing everything correctly. He learned how to be a manager. Uh, but the show still stays stay surreal in season 3. Because... There are these episodes that are that appear throughout season three that have nothing to do with our main characters, like Earn or Paperboy or Darius. None of them show up, and it's these weird, like, one-off stories that mostly have to do with like race in one way, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, they're just these like little short vignettes that Donald Glover wrote. Uh, one was about a, uh, boy who gets adopted by these two crazy white women. There was another one about this guy who's, uh, who is, uh, finds out his like great, great, great grandparents own slaves. And at the same time, the government approved reparations for black people. And, but the black people had to hunt down the ancestors that owned their ancestors as slaves and tried to get the reparations from them directly. And so this guy's life just gets turned upside down when this happens. Um, and then there's like this third story that's really, I mean, <laughs> really weird about this rich kid who was being raised by their nanny who had like a, like a slight Jamaican accent kind of. And the nanny dies, and so they're kind of like struggling with it because the the boy misses the nanny, and so the boy kind of convinced the parents, who are these super rich, like live in a penthouse style rich people, and they're forced to go to the the funeral of this nanny, uh, which is you know surrounded by all these poor black people, and uh, and then Chet Hanks. Uh, if you know who Chet Hanks is, if not, you just Google him. Shows up, plays a character. It's it's hilarious, but that that was probably the weirdest one, honestly. Um, and then season four was more of just like was more weirdness, but it was like winding down. You can kind of see that they were like wrapping things up. They resolved some things between Earn and Van. Uh, Paperboy had her wrap up his own things um 
there's an episode there's this weird episode where van is taking uh her daughter uh to audition for a movie and in in the show there's like fictionalized versions of everything and in this one um there's a fictionalized version of tyler perry and they take uh she takes him to like you know this guy's like studio which is humongous it's just this big like never-ending like lot and she loses the daughter and it's this whole thing uh and in the last episode of atlanta i'm not gonna spoil the last episode in case you're worried i'm I, i just watch it watch this whole series it's on hulu uh if you have hulu you can access the fx portion of hulu and every episode is on there I recommend it. I recommend watching every episode because every episode is brilliant. Uh, but the final episode is like a kick in the ass. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I do have my favorite episodes. Um, there's two that stand out to me. Um, there's one where Paperboy is trying to get his hair cut. That's literally the whole episode. It's almost like Seinfeld-esque of how like hilarious this is. He's just trying to get a haircut. And he goes to his barber, and his barber just puts him through the ringer. Like, there's all this crazy shit. They go on a crazy adventure. All he just wants to do is just get a haircut. So I recommend that one. Uh, I think that's in season three? Two or... No, two. It's in season two. Sorry. That's right. Three was in Europe. Two, yeah. Season two. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's about the barber. Uh, and then uh, the other one that I can think of off the top of my oh Teddy Perkins, the Teddy Perkins episode. You want to talk about like a master class in acting? This whole episode was just Darius, played by Lakeith Stanfield, and this guy, the character whose name is Teddy Perkins, and Teddy Perkins is supposed to, I think I'm pretty sure is supposed to be Michael Jackson. Like the in this universe is Michael Jackson, because he's this recluse former singer who was a child singer, uh, but now he's just a recluse in this big house, um, and he's just weird and everything's just off and it's almost like a horror movie in a way. There's some fucked up stuff that happens, um, and I'm not gonna ruin a couple of things, but. That is a great episode. That that's Teddy Perkins. He was he was great. Um, yeah, I can't. I I got I got nothing else. Uh, just you know, Donald Glover. I think when he went off on his own after you know leaving Community, and he was great in Community. Nothing against him at all in Community. He was funny and he was brilliant and he was great. But when he got off on his own and he started doing his own content, that's kind of where he shined. Um. Donald Glover just was like, yeah, he he was just left to his own devices. He got his crew, uh, and he just made the show Atlanta, and it it just blew up. And he decided to just end it, season four, probably before you know it got boring. And you know what? I think it ended okay. Like it ended in the in the right spot. I think. Um, would I love to see a season five? Absolutely. But I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's going to move on. I think he wants to do other things. So uh, really what I want to see from him is I kind of want to see him do a movie. I want him to go the Jordan Peele route. And I kind of want to see him do a horror movie. Because I think he could do it. 
I think Donald Glover, if you really put his mind to it and came up with a good story and a good plot, he could definitely uh, write and direct because he directs episodes of Atlanta. Um, he could definitely do a horror movie. So I don't know. Maybe it's too big of a task for him. Maybe he's comfortable on TV, and that's fine. Not everyone's, you know, willing to make a movie, and I understand that. Uh, but I think he should give it a go. He should. He should. I hope. Donald Glover. I know you're listening to this. Go make a movie. I support you, man. All right, that's my take on Atlanta. Uh, I'm gonna put a break here, and uh, when we come back, I will be joined by Sean from the Cabot Cove Confab, and we're gonna discuss uh, Donald Glover's latest project, Swarm. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jason Soto. And I'm Lisa Leahy. And we're the host of Between the Scares, a podcast that takes a look at every movie that Blumhouse Productions has made. You may not recognize the name, but they have made some of your favorite horror movies like Paranormal Activity, Ouija, and Insidious. Yeah, Jason, but they've also made stupid movies like The Fever and Best Night Ever and Hysterical Blindness. Yeah, those two. But they also did Whiplash, Get Out, and Us. And we're going to cover it all. Hey, did you know that Jason Blum also produced that Gem and the Holograms live-action movie? He did that? Uh-huh. Ugh. Fine. But then you have to watch The Green Inferno. Uh... So listen to Between the Scares on Anchor, Apple, Google, Amazon, or our home location at rabbitholepodcast.com. You still tweeting from that old ass swarm account? Mm-hmm. She is not like everybody else. She knows what we're thinking and she gives it a name. She's a goddess. With your feet on the air and your head on the ground. I gotta grow up, Dre. I can't stay here with you. Why are you doing this to me? I had to ask you to leave. Try to strip and spin it. What do you think she's doing right now? <laughs> okay, we are back. And for the uh, last half of uh, today's episode, uh, I am joined by brand new Rabbit Hole podcaster and the co-host of the Cabot Cove Confab, a Murder, She Wrote podcast. Give it up to Sean, everybody. What's up, Sean? Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me, Jason. You I'll are try not welcome. to use this. I'll try not to use this NPR voice so much. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Oh, there we go. Today on NPR, we're going to be talking uh, about murder. We're talking about murder, <laughs> chocolatey, salty balls. Um, so uh, you joined the network uh, about a month ago, if I mm-hmm. remember correctly, my timeline correctly, and uh, you've been going on your own for a while, and you wanted to join us for whatever crazy-ass reason, and um, uh, I'm glad you did, because I have been listening to your guys' show. You host it with uh, your pal, Steve, and mm-hmm. uh, I I listen to it, um, and you guys are hilarious, and okay. you guys cover the show really well i i like your banter and um um i can't say that i've seen a lot of murder she wrote like you know when i was a kid uh i've seen some but Uh, like just to hear you guys describe the shit is to me it's funny um yeah we we really did not like neither one of us started off as a murder she wrote 
fan. Okay. Uh, we did a Doctor Who podcast called the TARDIS Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got tired of that and we did the Columbo Con Fab. Okay. And that that only lasted 60, 69 episodes because that's how many episodes of Columbo there are, both nice. the old and the new. Yeah. And so it's like, what are we gonna do now? And we 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 started doing a movie podcast called Shit We Watch on Netflix, but that wasn't very popular because there are a billion movie podcasts, you know. No. Um, and, what? Yeah, Don't yeah, look at I, rabbitholepodcast.com right now. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those podcasts, of course, are all excellent. But uh, <laughs> the uh, one day, Steve's just like, hey, do you want to do a Murder Surreal podcast? And I'm mad at him because I actually suggested this two or three times before. Like, <laughs> Dude, there are only like two Murder Surreal podcasts. We could be number three. <laughs> and now we're number six. Oh, uh, which is better, you know, than w- w- well, yeah, there are like six Colombo Cup podcasts, too. Uh, we were number fair enough. We were number, yeah, we were number three in that. I'm just gonna say, uh, but uh, yeah, well, I will say, you know, you guys have developed a huge following, so um, I'm, I'm happy for you guys, and Thank uh, you. thanks for joining our little rinky dink network. No, um, no, it's okay. but no, I, I don't think it's a rinky dick network. I think you do great work. Oh, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you. I did hear uh, on one of your latest episodes uh, that you were wanting to be on more podcasts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at the time that you said that, I was looking for someone to talk about the show we're going to be talking about today. And so I said, let's 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 make this happen. So you nice. graciously agreed. Uh, to cover this show that we're talking about today called Swarm. Yeah, very good segue, sir. Very professionally done. Um, I'm I'm very curious. This this show, I knew nothing about it. Yeah. I don't think I even heard of it until you asked me okay. to watch it. With That's you. fair. So, uh, um, how did you hear about it? What what piqued your interest? Two things. One, I have an Amazon Fire Stick. Okay. And because this is an Amazon Prime show. They splash that ad everywhere on the fire stick. Okay. Uh, but I only saw the name. I didn't know anything exactly what it was about. Now, two, and I promise this isn't a racist thing, uh, my uh, roommate is black. Okay. And gravitates towards black shows. Okay, yeah. Um, and th- two and a half, this is done by Donald Glover. Uh-huh. And we're like huge fans of Donald Glover, like I am as well. Uh, okay. Now I didn't know that ha- that part of it um, until she mentioned it. She said, "Hey, this is also done by Donald Glover," uh, which you want to talk about segues. This leads me to this question: Have you ever seen his other show, Atlanta? No, but I ha- I listen to podcasts that talk of it fondly. Okay. Like uh I, it's a little bit uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's out there. Oh, no, it's, it's and I appreciate that. The best way I heard it described was by Donald Glover himself. Atlanta is basically Twin Peaks for rappers. Yeah, there you go. Yes. That is exactly yes. how he describes it and that is exactly what the show is like. It is basically mm-hmm. Twin Peaks for rappers. I only mentioned I only asked you about the Atlanta thing because one, it is a damn good show. I love mm-hmm. it's one of my top five like favorite shows like ever. Um and uh two, 
the weirdness of that spills over onto this show because of Donald Glover being the the connection to this. Um, now looking up the credits and stuff, I see he only created it and produced it, uh, but he didn't exactly write any of the episodes. Yeah. Um, his brother Steven does a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that that to me is interesting. Um, but because his this is very much a Donald Glover vibe. This show, really? Yeah. This is this is like Atlanta. Like I I I saw. It's basically like somebody put like a true crime filter over Atlanta. That's basically what this show is. <laughs> um. So okay, but you've never heard of it. This was your first time seeing it. Um, this was the first time seeing it and watching the first episode. <laughs> I had no idea at all yeah. what it was about. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'm not the best person to talk about this because it's, you know, it's 99% black, black characters. And this I thought, true. well, you know, <clears throat> I'm like not black. I'm totally white. And, yeah, but yeah. It's, that's not the case. That's not the case because it's not about a quote unquote it's, black it really is it really isn't honestly yes yeah. uh because i had that thought too because when i was looking for people to cover the show with i i didn't want to be the asshole who was like you know any chance we can get like a black person on the show to talk about with? <laughs> you know i mean yeah, i felt awkward I, doing that you know so yeah, I, I, yeah. I i put like a general call i was like get anybody anybody at all want to watch this show with me and nobody answered so I was like, okay, and then when, you, then like I said, you said you wanted to be on more shows, and so I attached you, and then I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be interesting. Two white guys. Well, I'm half white, so, <laughs> uh, so one and a half white guys talking about. <laughs> but then you're right, it ends up not even really being about like you know black culture or anything. Like it's it starts off kind of like it, um. You know, you know, with certain things in the beginning of the first episode, we kind of get some things. Um, because first and foremost, I think we just need to get this out of the way now. The, the the show is centered kind of on a pop star who's supposed to be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Let's just get that right now out of the way. So mm-hmm. If you ever, Not if two you listening out there, you had no idea about this show, we should tell you right now that there, there's a fictionalized version of Beyonce in this that that, that this. Uh, show sort of centers around, but she's called Nija in the in the uh, in the show. But everything else is like basically like Beyonce. Like she's married to a rapper. Uh, the rapper cheated on her, so she made this breakthrough album that like talked about the cheating. She ends up having twins. <laughs> uh, she goes. Uh, she her ticket sales are like crazy expensive and. They're you know people fucking go crazy. Even the even the fact that the 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 fans are called the swarm, and you know Beyonce fans are called the beehive. I did not know that. Yes, I did I, not know that at all. Okay, yeah. so so that's that's the that's the connection to the Beyonce thing right there. So, um, so we we get found out all of this basically in episode one. We find we meet this girl, uh, named Dre. Uh, mm-hmm. who is played by Dominique uh, Fishback, who she needs to win some goddamn awards yeah. for this fucking show. Yes. Fuck. I, 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 <laughs> I was like, I looked this up on IMDb, and I was like, wait, that's her? 
Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with her acting talent, but she is great. She, she is, is wonderful in the show. Like, holy yeah. shit. I mean, she is a fucking sociopath. Yes. In the show, uh, which as a sociopath, like you usually think of like Dexter or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I told somebody this is like a cross uh, between Dexter and Poker Face. Because, <laughs> you know, it's. Okay. Story yeah, yeah. a young person, okay. a young person who's kind of hip, kind of cool, but okay. they're like Dexter, and that they're a sociopath. Uh, yeah, I can, yeah. I, I can get behind that. Actually, that's you. Not to- a you totally relate to her <clears throat> the entire show. Uh, and I know we're only supposed to talk about two episodes, but and it's not until the end of the first episode that you realize, oh, this is where this is going. She's yeah. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> So in the first episode, she, uh, yeah, her, she's got a sister, uh, named Marissa, um, and they live together and they work together and like Dre is basically like attached to Marissa, like wherever Marissa goes, you know, Dre has to go, uh, and has like a special thing. She buys, uh, Nyjah I almost did say Beyonce tickets. Nyjah tickets uh, <laughs> to go to a concert um, for her birthday. And uh, Marissa's dating this dude named Khalid, uh, who's kind of, kind of, I can never get a grasp on him because he kind of comes off as like a douchebag, but then he kind of comes off as like, like a touching, like a little bit of touching. Like there's a part in the in episode one where he's kind of like, he lets his guard down and he, you know, he feels bad about you know the death uh and he actually talks about his mom fondly because his mom makes tea yes and he ends up being kind of like human but then like 20 minutes prior he's like fucking marissa all doggy style saying oh take this baby take it bitch and then hits andre yeah it's gross (laughs) but you're right it's not until there's a death is that a spoiler no we're going to spoilers we 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 really get to see a, a a bit of what he's like um and we think for a minute and this this is the part after marissa commits suicide she kills herself yeah yeah dre goes to his house and they're both sitting there on the couch and you're wondering why what is dre's motivation here what, yeah like why does she go over to his house yeah is she hitting on him is she trying to cuz there's for a moment there you think they're going to make out and yeah, it's there like, was a no, moment. dude, that would that's so disgusting. Don't do this. Please don't. You know, your sister slash girlfriend just died. Don't, don't. And then he's like, Hey, do you want some tea? My tea mom makes, makes it real special. And then pow! She fucking hits that. him over the head with a with lamp? Some, I don't even know what she hits him over a the statue? head with, but it's something. yeah, it's like a vase or something. And I I said this on Facebook because I'm old, so I go on Facebook a lot. <laughs> this is the first time since I watched the film Barbarian that I actually screamed at a TV screen. Oh my god! Holy shit! Yeah, so, you know, um, yeah. Because, yeah. like, throughout the episode, like, you got a sense that something was wrong with her, but in one direction. And that mm-hmm. she's very, like, codependent. She constantly needs Marissa there. She can't do things on her own, or she doesn't want to do things on her own. And then Marissa, get, um, because they work together, they work at a kiosk at a mall, and uh, Marissa asks Dre to cover her, her shift at the mall, 
uh, while she went to do a makeup job, because that's her side gig, is to do makeup for people. Um, Dre got distracted by Khalid, of all people, um, and left the kiosk. And when it, when she came back, she saw it was being robbed and graffitied and all this stuff. Yeah. And so the boss, who didn't like Dre to begin with, um, seemingly fired both Marissa and Dre. And so this yeah. upset Marissa, which is then led to her going to Khalid's house, which then led to her finding out that he was cheating on her, which then led to her killing herself. Right. <laughs> and so and her... you get the impression that the family um, blames Dre for Marissa's suicide. Yes. It seemed like it. Um, and it's, that's, you know, it's unfortunate. It's not her fault. I think she knows it it's not her fault, no. but you know, you still feel really bad. And if you were her, you'd feel bad too. Yeah. Like, you know, shit. If only I was there for her, but really it's Khalid. Who's the fucking asshole. 100%. You know? And so she, yeah. she kills, she kills him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, uh yeah, and then that's kind of where episode one kind of ended. Um, uh, but like other like yeah, she had a lot of terrible things happen. Like her house got like repossessed, and uh-huh. her furniture, and all this stuff. And then oh, she finds out that like her Marissa's phone was still active, so yeah. she starts talking through the oh. phone. And that's how the episode ends actually yeah. through that. After that's, she kills that's, Khalid. That's... Now when that ended. I didn't know where the show was gonna go because I was like you. Yeah. I knew I knew nothing about this show. Um, <laughs> and and, and <clears throat> second episode, it's like Fayetteville, Tennessee, twenty seventeen. And I'm like, what? 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 Yes, because we started in twenty sixteen. Yeah, and, and it's a strip club, and she's like, she's, the a, worst she's a stripper. stripper the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> and uh, she's stripping to this really sad song. And we find out it's 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 a Nyjah song. It, it has like some meaning to it. And those other strippers and the the lady that owns the strip club, she's like giving Dre shit for it. Like you can't, yeah, you, yeah. men can't get horny to sad shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's true. But what I didn't know is that you can get breakfast in a strip club. Is that oh, a yeah. thing? Yeah. Really? You can get food. I guess yeah. it. I guess it makes sense because they're open like twenty four seven, right? Uh, like, not quite, but they're open pretty. They, they, they sometimes, well, okay. The ones that I've gone to, they've opened okay. at like 11 AM and they're open till like three to 4 AM. Okay. So it's not okay. quite 24 hours, but you but, know, man, but yeah. it's, it's, it's enough where it, you can warrant a breakfast while you're getting a lap dance. It, it, yeah. it, it makes sense in some sense. And, and by um, the way, if you ever, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the readers, uh, if you ever go to a, a strip club and one of the, uh, well, you know, one of the strippers comes up to you and says, you want company? Uh, <laughs> unless you want to pay 30 bucks for yeah. one minute, let don't, don't say yes. This uh, is true. <clears throat> I went there with a bunch of coworkers and I'm like, okay. And then she gave me a lap dance and then my paralegal had to bring me to an ATM. Cause I was <laughs> too drunk to do it by myself. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. You know, there's no, no written yeah. rules when you walk in. You have, they don't give you yeah, a pamphlet. You have to pay you have to pay them for their time. Yeah. It's just a it's that just a rule. Fair, you know, it's just a rule. Yeah. So yeah, we find out we're in Tennessee and she inadvertently becomes friends with <laughs> this girl. <laughs> uh 
I have to look up her name because I uh Haley, who was did you see who played her? Billie Eilish. No, 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 no. That's not Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is later. This oh is my God. the I am one. So not gay anymore. What, this wait, is, I just. This is the one and the only Paris Jackson, who if okay. that name sounds familiar, you may know her dad, Michael Jackson. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I had no idea. Holy this was, shit! This was that Paris Jackson. <laughs> Okay, okay. Number one, that's great. That is a fun fact. Number two, I fucking don't know who Billie Eilish is, really. I just know it's a name, but that is fantastic. This is Paris Jackson. She is hilarious. She actually does a good job in this show. It's weird. She makes Um, sandwiches. She (laughs) makes... Yes. So, Haley is like a another stripper at the strip club and Dre kind of, you know, gets thrown into her life uh, where Haley's boyfriend, who's kind of a D-bag, you know, kind of beats her. Uh, but she like yells back at him because she pays for everything because she's a stripper. She's got the money. Wait a for minute, it. I'm so, so I'm so sorry. I, I have to go back. Was this the the same kid that he hung off that balcony? Not hung, but you know. No, that was blanket. Oh, blank. Okay, all right. No, no. Paris okay. Jackson was the kid. I th- I think was the one he had first, and okay. named her so that because that was where she was quote unquote conceived. Okay, and that's all right. what he told people. Um, whether or not I believe that or not, that's a whole other story yeah, for a whole other podcast. Uh, we'll save that for later. But for now, this is Paris Jackson. And so her boyfriend in the show, Haley, is she's her, he's a dick. He beats her. He drives this big, loud truck. Typical thing. Dre kind of doesn't <laughs> want any part of this. She just wants to go back to uh, her shabby hotel that she's renting out because she's there for one specific reason. Sean. One reason, Sean. Do you know what the reason is? To kill Reggie. Fucking Reggie on Twitter talks yeah. shit not only about Nyjah, but about Marissa because he got out that Marissa killed herself and Marissa was a fan of the swarm and people think that she killed herself because of Nyjah. Yeah. Because it's now, one of those internet things. Yeah, uh, internet. Now, this this took place in 2016, Se- 2017. 17. If I had to, if you had to make me complain about something in this show, it would be that I don't think that Instagram was really a big thing back then. I think it was more about Twitter. Um, but uh, it's okay. I'll. I'll well, there's it. the thing. It was they did show both on the show because they did show Reggie's tweets mm-hmm. saying, "I'm glad Nyjah killed herself," and or, I'm sorry, "I'm glad Marissa killed herself," and Nyjah's a terrible artist and is what I like, you know, all this, all these things that he said that she got pissed off at was on Twitter for the most part. Um, it was Instagram where they were making like the live videos, which I will, I will tell you was a thing in 2017. It was, it was, yeah, it was starting. It was, it was kind of, that was like the start of the Instagram live. I think it was, I think you're probably thinking of it because in the pandemic, that was kind of all we had. So you probably think that's when it started, but it really was around prior to the pandemic. Um, Yeah. Oh, I remember I had it. I had it, but it was mostly just a thing to do 
with like photos like you yeah yeah no now it's all about like going yeah. live on instagram and stuff like that and that was very much a thing in 2017 but but they, they do show some tweets from this reggie guy so she's there to go get reggie and um and then Haley just keeps butting into her life ruining all this and wants to hang out with her or whatever and then they eventually <laughs> go back to her house to drop her off. And we see how much of a D-bag he is. And Dre's just kind of like, eh, and just leaves. And then uh, when Haley comes back and is like, hey, I need to spend the night. Uh, Dre, who's sick of this shit, just goes and kills the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, look, I'm going to go kill this D-bag. And she just does you know? it. And it, 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 <laughs> she just walks over to the house and just fucking... Like kills him like straight on. He's wait. I do have a question though. I didn't yes. understand something in his death scene. He's on the toilet. On the toilet, and she comes in wearing a gas mask. So she's spraying, um, kind of like mace or like some kind of like drowsy thing. I, there, I I had a name for it. But I can't think what it was. But she's spraying something into the bathroom to get him woozy or to knock out. So oh, that way he's okay. not much of a okay. struggle when she goes to kill him. Uh, okay. Because she, she does uh, that, yeah. she does All the right. same thing later. If you if you recall, when we get to that in a minute, but she does it later in the episode as well. So she kills the boyfriend, and then the and then you're like, okay, she kills the boyfriend. She's dragging the body out to the backyard to do something with it, and Haley comes home. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh fuck! But then Haley's oh, all this, in on it. it there is this fantastic <laughs> moment when they're both standing there, and his his dead body is in a body bag or whatever it is she put him in, and they're just kicking the body, they're kicking the shit out of it. Yeah. And they're they're taking turns because mm-hmm. you can tell Dre's kind of like, well, I don't know if this is okay, but if she does it, <clears throat> all right, I'll do it. Yeah. And then Haley does it, and then she does it, and then. And then Oh Amen. my god! <laughs> this like... was the point. Well, this was one of the things, and there's a point that happens later where I was like, "This is the craziest fucking show I think I've seen yeah. in a long time." Yeah. Where Haley just keeps rattling on about all the things they're gonna do. We're gonna go to Mexico. Oh, I got all this money. Oh, I got a passport. Blah 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 blah. And then Dre just fucking pulls the gun and just shoots her point blank yeah. in the fucking we'll, face. We'll be Thelma and Louise. <laughs> no, we'll be the black Thelma and Louise. Black Thelma and like, Oh, that's one right. quarter black. That's right. There was a scene where <laughs> Haley was like, I'm black. <laughs> but she does not look black in the least bit. You know, I mean, yeah, your dad was Michael Jackson, but <laughs> anyway. um, So yeah, so Haley's out of the way. And now we Thankfully, get to this wonderful, uh, wonderful stretch of scenes where Dre is back at the strip club and she kind of starts doing it right. She plays a sexy song, does a sexy mm-hmm. dance. She gets money. And then the, the owner of the club, this lady, who I, I don't remember, uh, was like, hey, do you want to make extra money? We're going to go to a bachelor party. And but we need someone to drive. We need a designated driver because Dre doesn't drink. That was a whole thing. She doesn't drink alcohol. And so they hire her. It's like, hey, you just drive us to this party, just hang out, do whatever, and then all of us are gonna get shit face drunk, strip, have sex, whatever with these frat dudes or whatever it was. Yeah, it it's like the 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 most I don't know. Do bachelor I've only been to one bachelor party in my life. Do they actually um, get like that? Because that was a little out of hand there. 
See, like, I don't. If they said what that was exactly, I I missed it, but I felt like it was a bachelor party. That's because it was a it was a bunch of it was just a bunch of dudes in an apartment, and that, that's all I could think of. And they some were of them like were, were were naked. They're walking they around. Were, some were naked in front of everybody. Some, some were fucking. I I don't know if I want to go to that party. I really don't. Well, that's just because you're not, you're not, you're not. Uh... I know, I know, I know. But no, 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 I no. I mean, you're not like that kind of person who would want to do that. Obviously, well, you know, I, you know, behind the fireplace there, I think there is. They, they, uh, well, well, you don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back no. in the day, maybe, but not now. When not I'm now? almost fifty, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Dre, meanwhile, is hanging out in the bedroom just eating. And oh, my God, this. this. Oh, my God, I forgot about him. This was the scene <laughs> that I paused the show because I was like, what in the holy fuck am I watching? Okay. This is like some Todd Solance shit. This, this, this scene where, yeah, it's he, this really uh, good-looking, clean-cut kind of nerdy guy comes in while she's sitting on the bed eating, eating chips. pretzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pretzels and dip, and he's like, uh, "Can I've got a girlfriend. I'm not like these guys. Um, would you let me jerk off to you? I'll pay a hundred dollars." And she says, "Sure, but I'm gonna keep eating." And he's like, no, "She says, no, no, no. I want a thousand. Like, oh, okay. that's right. That's and right. He doesn't. He doesn't even. You know, he doesn't even uh, uh, debate with her. He's just like, okay, here's a thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, well, now I know why this party is so wild. Is because it's a bunch of rich kids. Oh, it's a bunch of rich guys. Yeah, and so and then, then he starts jerking it. I and, and I'm like, wait a minute. It. Are they gonna? Are they gonna show this? Are they gonna show this? And they do. <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah, so Uh, I don't know why they blurred this. Yeah, it was like Japanese porn. I don't know if it was like you can't show a guy jerking off. You can't because we did see. I wanted to go there because we did see a penis in episode one. (laughs) That's right. We saw a very flaccid penis put up against a bowl of strawberries. So clearly, they can show penises on Amazon Prime. (laughs) <laughs> we just can't have a guy jacking off. That's the line. Yeah, yeah, Jeff yeah, Bezos right says, we, Jeff Bezos is like, dicks, sure. Jacking off, no. <laughs> we can't show what the penises are used for. No, well, not that that's the only thing that it's used for, but Fair. yeah. Uh, Rory I mean, Culkin, twunking it. Just going to say he's kind of a twunk, which I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like a cross between... A hunk and a twink. A twink. Okay. Is that I, the gayest thing that everybody's ever? I had, a, ever seen? I had a feeling that's what it was. Okay. But... All right. Yeah. I didn't think that, but I'm like, wow. Okay. I haven't seen yeah. since Scream Three. And how much do you want to bet that's really not his penis? It's not his penis. Yeah, I didn't think so. It's probably not um, a penis at all. But oh, it could well, it could. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. We're in 2023. Anything's possible, honestly. So anyway, so yeah, that happened. I paused. I had to pause for a second. And I had to like mm-hmm. gather myself because I was not expecting that. So then, okay. Through... Wait, wait. The, the 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 scene has uh like sort of a cherry on top though. Oh, and that's when that's the right. other the other the stripper boss, comes in. She she's she like comes in. Mm-hmm, I could tell he was freaky, or she says something like that. I knew you were a freak, but he was, she was talking to Dre. Yeah. Oh, she was. Oh. 
I believe Ooh. so. Because remember, this was the boss lady of the strip club. And so I imagine she had been talking about Dre thinking this was something Dre asked to, oh. you know, like, you know, the boss doesn't know what happened. So she thinks that this is like how Dre gets off of. So, no, I think she was talking <laughs> to Dre when she said that. She's sitting there eating pretzels while he's jerking off. And he was like, still jerking off when she me, came in. Let me hear you bite it. Yeah. <gasps> again. That's right. <laughs> So the night is over, everyone's jerked off, and they're driving back. She's driving, Dre's driving, and oh god, uh, car breaks down, and so then, uh, so happens, a tow truck comes by, and it's Reggie! Yeah! It's good this guy! Reggie. The guy that she was there to kill. <laughs> this, is, this is another scene, though, that's magnificent, because... They're like, okay, everybody act. Okay, no, don't act like that. Don't do act like that. Fuck. Do the other. Like they've thing. done this before. <laughs> they do like this. They have two modes. Yeah. They have two modes. Yeah. They have professional, and then they have slutty. Those yeah. are the two modes that they have. So, so, Dre recognizes that the truck driver is Reggie, and he offers to take them to his place so he can fix the car. And she immediately, Dre immediately grills him about Nija and uh, all this other, like saying, I can't believe you don't like Nija and all this stuff. And all the other strippers are like, what is happening? Yeah, right he, he, he has them in his living room and she does this thing where she's like, who's your favorite artist? And yeah. it turns out this is something that she commonly asks everybody before she kills them. Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> the Joker with, do you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh. Um, nobody ever says Naja, uh, but he doesn't say Naja, but he's like, but I've got some tequila and orange juice. And they're like, okay, yeah. all right, that's fine. So we know Reggie because, well, she knows him, but all of his, all of his, uh, mean tweets, uh, he's got this completely different personality on Twitter or Instagram as he, he turns out, he's actually a nice guy. Like he fixes yeah. her car for free. Yeah. You know, she blew out a tire. I think it was a, was it a tire? It was a, a, a tire. And then she, he fixed some other things that was wrong with the car. Yeah. And he's um, like, sweet. He's and nice. He's got a, he's got a kid. Um, yeah. And yeah. And he ends up being and a nice guy. Know, yeah. We know what her motivation starts out to be. So the question is, she is she going to find a time and is she going to actually carry, you know, go through with it, killing him? And she does. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. yeah this was a fun scene. Yeah. They're about to leave. <laughs> and she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. So she runs back into the house. And she hears the shower going. So she thinks he's in there. So this is I was going to point this out to you. So she does the same thing here that she did to the to Haley's boyfriend. She had like a thing of mace. And she 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 okay she okay, put it yes. into the shower, okay. waiting for him to get knocked out. Uh, but she didn't have her gas mask this time, so she's just doing it. And then she's wait she she's holding like I can't remember what she was holding like a like a frying pan I think or something. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, realizes he's not in the bathroom. He's right behind her. So she so he attacks her, and then they're fighting in the bathroom. And then this is when the strippers come back. And they think he's attacking Dre. So they, not only do they fight him, one of the strippers pulls out a fucking gun. Yeah, and and it's, it's out just... of nowhere. Because there's this, it's actually an extended, it's a long shot where she thinks she's going to, she's spraying him in the bathroom. And I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, that's right. Because she's coughing. 
He comes and catches her, and he's a big man. Oh, he's a big so dude. He, he big, takes big, advantage. Big he, he, he's got her on the floor. He's on top of her. He's strangling mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And this goes on, This shot goes on for like a minute. It does. Okay? It's, yeah, it's like real time. And then it ends with bang. The strippers are there. We didn't see him, but they shot him in the chest, and he's dead. They, sh- they shoot him. Yeah. And, and then they're like, like, we got to do – like, they're trying to figure out what to do. Dre – gets the fuck out of there oh and yeah. leaves them behind yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was like Holy yeah, for, like for a hot second i thought okay this is gonna be a show where these strippers are on the run from this murder <laughs> and no no bye uh, no, no. bye dre's like bye i'm taking the car taking I'm the car out of here. and leaves them so behind long, bitches yeah and leaves i'm them going behind. To, yeah i'm and going next- to uh can't remember where it is i think it's new york but yeah or connecticut or something like that but well i don't remember where she yeah i don't know i don't think they said she was going but um no but the, then, the episode three they say where it is but i can't remember where oh okay okay yeah I haven't, I haven't gotten that far yet um and then it does end with like a one of those kind of weird and you know what they do this in atlanta a lot as well where they kind of mess with reality and you don't you as the watcher mm-hmm. you don't know what's happening Mm-hmm. And is that we see Marissa in the car that Dre was driving, holding her phone, mm-hmm. the phone that Dre was texting to, but it's, we see Marissa holding you know her actual phone, and you see we're getting this done or something to that effect, and then it ends, and then you're like, what the fuck was that? And a lot of episodes of Atlanta <laughs> would end that same way, and okay. that there would be something that like would fuck with your reality. And then and it just ends, and then you're like, what does that mean? And then sometimes on Atlanta, there's no payoff. It's just, oh, we're on something else in the next yeah. episode. So I don't know how this is going to pay off in episode three. If it does, don't tell me. I know you've seen it. Don't tell me. Mm-hmm. But I I, I, um, I don't. This show was fucking wacky. <laughs> it's excellent. I really liked it a lot. And I, I'm going to be honest when, you, when you're like, Hey Sean, would you watch the show? I'm like, swarm. Is it? it are there bees? What's yeah. going? You know, <laughs> kind of. There kind of is. Every time yeah. she gets that urge to kill, you hear you hear bzzz, like like you know it's most likely in her head. Um, and uh, so yeah, and again, yeah, and 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 then yeah. I started watching it, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting precious vibes. Okay, <laughs> no. No, it's not that. No, it's not that. No. It's completely fucked up. It is. And, this uh, is a fucked up show. Yeah, it's really, but in a good way. But in a good, in way. a good way. Yeah, in a good kind of fun way. And I will say <laughs> that I watched two episodes. You know, our quote unquote homework. I I watched the other five. I, I couldn't help it. Yeah, um, you told me. You told me, and that's fine. And that's perfectly I, fine. I just want to say, if you're looking for like a traditional. And I emphasize traditional wrap up. You are not going to get it. You will, but you won't. If that makes sense. Um, I mean, it's a Donald Glover show. I know what to expect. So, Billie Eilish plays somebody named Ava or Eva. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that episode yet. I don't even know what she looks like. I just know the name. So, Um, um, uh, well, I can help. Okay. Well, you can't help me. That's fine. That's fine. I said I could help you with that. Sorry. Oh wait, my uh. Zoom tends to act up. So this is Billie Eilish coming up Wait, on, on my screen share. I gotta, I gotta put my glasses on. So this is her. Now, I don't know what she looks like on the show. 
Because I know right now she's blonde. Um. Okay, so I know who she whether plays. she okay. had okay. So whether yeah. or not she had the blonde hair on the show, that's a different story. But she's got like the pale skin with the blue eyes. Okay, she's she's cute. She's very cute. Um, and uh, yeah, I actually like her music actually. So I do know who she is. I um, don't follow <clears throat> music. I don't like like new music because I'm an old man. But I know. <laughs> The episode that she's in is my least favorite. I'm just going to put it out there. I know I'm not supposed to talk about it. No, that's fine. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, okay, but let's get to that then. Um, do you – how how much do you recommend the show as a, like, you know – Oh, hey, wait, wait. Let me rephrase the question. Based on the first two episodes, the ones that we saw, obviously you're a little skewed because oh. you did finish watching it, but – what compelled you after episode two to finish watching? I guess that's my question. Well, because I found out that it's almost got sort of a true crime vibe. And yes. I love true crime. Um, uh, maybe within the last three or four years, I started listening to true crime podcasts. And uh, by the way, my dad was friends with John Wayne Gacy. And when I found out about that, like I couldn't. Yeah. Wow. Um, I lived right around the corner from John Wayne Gacy. Uh, what? So I've got like, yeah, yeah. Like there's the um, the Kennedy Expressway. I lived on one side of it in Norwood Park, and he lived on the other side of it within about a mile. And Holy dad, fuck. My dad tended bar. Um, he used to work, well, he's retired now, but he used to be the head groundskeeper for Wrigley Field. Oh. And then on his off time, you know, when they when it wasn't baseball season, he would tend bar. <clears throat> and John Wayne Gacy was one of his like customers. And they would after his bar closed, they would go to the after hours bar and like go and hang out. And Gacy, Holy shit. Gacy would always say to him, you, you know, you know, Bill, you got to come on over to my house for a drink. <laughs> and we laugh about that because uh, my dad was not quite his type anyway and i think it was just a actual social invitation as opposed to like yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah but still so, holy uh, shit yeah that's uh, now you got your what six degrees of separation John Wayne Gacy. yeah in the north this side of chicago baby oh he killed, my god he, he killed uh several guys that went to my high school because it was right there uh, this was before my time, though. I'm a little bit no, but too still for that. But no, uh, no, but still, yeah. that's fucking crazy. Uh, you call it crazy, I call it. Hey, hey, I've got a true crime fact about myself that I can advertise. I was gonna talk about the true crime angle, but now you got me. <laughs> so okay, yeah, we'll get into this. So okay, the beginning of each episode says this, like something to the effect of this really happened. Uh, the names sound familiar because it's supposed to, or some shit like yes, that. Yes, that's basically we have to mention that. You have to mention that. Yeah, yeah. So that's how every episode, at least the first two, began. I don't know if the rest do that, but the first mm-hmm. two begin that way. So that got me curious. Oh, and I was scrolling through because on on Amazon, at least on the Fire Stick, you can see like previews of each episode, and then like the short description of what each episode is about. Literally one description of the episode just says this is a true crime story. That's all the episode says. But it's not, right? It's so, not. I okay. would have heard about well, it. Well, okay. Interesting. 
<laughs> this is why we do. This is why we podcast, ladies and gentlemen, to get information out. I'm glad you all came to Uncle Jason to explain this. So let me explain <laughs> it to you. I too was curious because I am also a true crime buff. I like I like listening to true crime. I watch true crime stuff. I yes, that's what I'm about. I actually have a true crime podcast. So really, uh, yeah, I'm actually bringing it back. It was. It was okay. dead for a bit, but it's coming back. Oh, Jim uh, Harold. Okay. Much like a yeah, much like a true crime. Anyway, um yeah. so I looked it up. Uh what this what this meant. And so, okay, it's technically based on a true story if you call internet hoaxes a true story. Oh. So, what ended up happening was in 2016, uh there was a rumor on the internet somewhere, Twitter, whatever, that some girl named Marissa Jackson killed herself because of Beyonce. Now that never, a... that never okay. happened. Okay. That was just one of those things that just got jumbled up somewhere. Some girl, basically, some girl did kill herself, who happened to be a Beyonce fan, but she didn't kill herself because of Beyonce. And then it got jumbled into this whole thing of oh Marissa Jackson and then this whole thing about Beyonce. So that's where. That's where the bulk of the thing comes from. Now there was not there was not that I can find anywhere a girl named Dre or any aspect of her going around the country killing people because they didn't like Beyonce <laughs> that I can find. I, I didn't see any I've I did some research for this on this episode and or on this show. And, you know, despite the claim there there was no um no thing that I can find that said that this is true. This is just like Donald Glover, like, hey, I got a funny idea. <laughs> so he he picked up like a creepy pasta, basically, and made a yeah. About it. There you go. Okay. That's okay. it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah. it. Yes, like um, Channel Zero. Let's, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's not. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it's not really based on a true story. It's based on a thing that was done on, um, on the internet. Um, but yeah, there's no, there's, there's nothing. This didn't happen. This is just a, can I tell you, um, this is hopefully not a spoiler for you, but there are seven episodes of this. Yes. Okay. I saw that. The, the second to last episode, or as they call it, the penultimate episode, Ooh, fancy. is doesn't even have Dre in it, and it's all a documentary that is following like this lady who's a detective that followed Dre after she committed the crimes, and it's inferred that you know she may or may not have caught Dre. That is so good, and it was like it's probably my favorite episode of the series. Really. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep there's watching. Another, there's another one after that that goes back to Dre, but just saying, don't be deterred by the episode with Billy Eilish. Eilish is it okay. Eilish or Eilish? Billy Eilish. See? Uh, Billy Eilish. Billy I didn't. Eilish. I didn't like that episode at all. It totally dragged for me, and I. <laughs> I feel like really, I've seen it before, like in Poker Face or something. It's not in Poker Face, but it, I feel like I've just been there done that with that episode so mm. yeah okay. uh totally worth it totally emmy worthy this this uh oh 100 this has to win uh, some fucking shit yeah and um, and you know i was telling myself that my favorite 
my favorite TV show this year. And I, uh, you know what, I should say TV in quotes because TV is back in back in my day it used to be like you know tv was sunday night amazing stories twilight zone and alfred hitchcock it's not yeah. like that anymore it's more no. like at your own pace you know whatever you can binge yeah. every and it should be noted to say one listening if they want to check this out all the episodes are available on prime um yes you you can and they're like 30 minutes long tops i think um, so you should be able to get through this in one day. I ima- I think I imagine you did. Um, yeah, I went through it in one day. So I had nothing it's, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty easy. Uh, I just only stopped an episode two just cause I didn't want mm-hmm. to get everything mixed up with talking about the shows and stuff. I like to kind of keep it pure when I discuss stuff, but I will be going back and finishing this. I want to see how crazier it gets and what else happens with Dre. So, uh, okay, so that's a recommend from both of us. We both recommend this show. And uh, you should go check out Swarm on Amazon Prime. There you go. Uh, Sean, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed talking to you. This was this was a blast. I hope you I hope you had a good time as well. I did, yes, definitely. Oh yeah, I love doing this podcasting thing. I only wish I could do it for a living. You know? Well, like- I, I do it enough where it seems like it's for a living and hey, it's not. You, so, you know what? Work at it and eventually it could be your living. I yeah, mean, that's it's true. Possible. That so. is true. Uh, so, yeah. Sean, let's talk about Cabot Cove, Cabot Cove Confab for a minute. Go ahead and tell people about it, where they can find you on the internet and all that good stuff. Okay. So, uh, I co host a podcast called the Cabot Cove Confab. Uh, where we discuss murder she wrote and uh, if that sounds horribly boring don't worry um it's done by two of us who hadn't watched cabot cove since we or i'm sorry murder she wrote uh <laughs> since we watched it with our grandmas way back in the day and we watch it and we get uh really drunk uh talking about it and uh before that uh we did the colombo confab uh, which was a natural progression going from Columbo to Murder, She Wrote, because that's what the creators did. It's the same pair of creators. They did uh, Columbo, and then I think they did Ellery Queen. Maybe they did Ellery Queen before Columbo. They didn't create Ellery Queen, but yeah, and, yeah. But eventually they went on to make um, Murder, She Wrote. And huh. uh, also, yeah, that's it. Just uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, Cabot Cove Confab is where you can find us and X. a proud member of the rabbit hole podcast network yes you can also go to rabbitholepodcast.com and check out their latest episodes we don't have their older episodes because that would take too much work but uh yeah go check that out rabbitholepodcast.com go support these guys it's a great show highly recommend thank you sean this was fun thank you for having me Okay, and that is going to do it for this episode of The TV Transmissions. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, If you found this out in the wild, you should go to rabbitholepodcast.com. That is the home of every single show that we do here on the network. There's all kinds of great, good stuff to check out. Uh, If you like TV shows because you're listening to this podcast, we got several. We have a show covering Twin Peaks we got a show covering Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and we got a show that's covering the X-Files. So there's all kinds of great TV goodness to be had. 
Uh, okay, so I have decided to make this show a bi-weekly show, so this will be out every other Tuesday, and I am bringing back my weird true crime show called I Have a Weird One uh, that will be put in the alternating Tuesdays. So next week, uh, there will be an episode of that, and then we'll be back in two weeks with uh, more TV transmission goodness. Um, right now I have plans on covering the new Bob Odenkirk show, Lucky Hank. Uh, and I don't know what else I'm going to pair that with. So we will do that. So until then, uh, thank you all very much for listening and we'll catch you later. Copyright 2023 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbithole podcast.com.